so we're live. Live, live action. For episode 15. 15. 15. I'd like to uh, just shout out right now. Uh, you're welcome, everybody in Texas, for the cold front. Bought some ice for my neck. <laughs> Brought in that cold breeze. It's starting to rain over here. <laughs> <laughs> the Man with Dance podcast, your weekly sports forecast. Sometimes a little late, but still coming in weekly. It's all about the reps. Yeah, bro. It's all about consistency, persistence. That's right. This is going to be a pretty short podcast for the folks out there, as you know. The NFL League has some just off the wall news that I didn't feel like covering at all. <laughs> it's just. It's just been boring so far. So fucking boring. Just training camp OTAs going through. That's about it, really. No trades. It just got yeah. stat lines and bizarre news that is actually uplifting to a lot of you people. Happy Pride Month, everybody. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Big, big milestone for... Uh, for the people with the most pride, uh, what's his name? I didn't even get his name. Carl's, or Carl's, Carl Nassib, or Nassib, however you want to pronounce that. I believe it's Nassib. Nassib came out apparently as the first NFL player to be openly gay, although I thought there was another player like You're telling ago. me, yes, that's what I thought too. I was like, what the fuck, I swear there's another dude that came out a long time ago. Like, but I guess it's like active, like the wording. It says active NFL player. So maybe the guy now. was like, yeah, retired or third string and not active. Ah, practice squad maybe. Practice squad maybe. Yeah, you're trying. You're right. Yeah, I thought the same thing. When I read that news, I was like, I could have swore there's another dude. Unless I'm thinking of like WWE or something. But No, it was NFL, I swear. Me too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Vegas, here, here we come. Did you see what happened after that? After he said that? No. He, for yesterday and today, since saying that news, on Fanatic's website, the number one top-selling jersey for two days straight, Carl Nassib, oh, defensive really? end. Yeah. Huh. Crazy. Yeah. Like down. Oh, I bet you. Yeah, I bet you some just people. People who uh. It's Pride Month, bro. Pride Month just supporters. <laughs> I wonder if his jersey, like his name and his number, is like Rainbow Stripe or something. Maybe. Probably on like the little websites that are that sell them for like twenty bucks, a lot of custom and shit. He's he's getting all these bands now. But, is the man worth bands, J Bands? I don't know anything about this guy. I do. I know he is gay. Oh, y'all play them twice a year, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know who he is. <laughs> I thought you just said you do know him. No, I said, you said, I don't know anything about this guy. I said, I do. I know one thing. But I mean, he's gay. <laughs> uh, it's a fact. But you know, diss know. tracks. Watch him blow up this year. And get the most stacks. I don't know about that, Pop. <laughs> I don't know about that one. He's going to have to compete with Brian Burns off the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Brian Burns. Oh. Sp- 
Spidey. He's number 53. He's going to have to compete against that man for the top. Top tackles, top sacks. But yeah, I, know, I, can, see, I can see what you're saying. He's going to be chasing them balls, huh? That's right. He's going to get him. He's going to, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully his life changes for better. He, he donated $100,000 to some organization that was like really helpful. Would you do that if you're an NFL guy? Would you be donating to charities? Or would yeah, you donate probably, to the town that you're from or something? You know what I mean? I'd probably more like donate to charities since that's like a root cause. And then my towns, I'd probably just build build small businesses that would help other small businesses if they worked for it. Ooh, I like so how you help, think. It would help the town and it would help me and it really helps the people who helped me help the town. Oh, that's nice. Yes. I don't know what I'd do if I had nothing but millions. I think I'd open up like a Walmart at Kermit. Like, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> take loans out of fucking service. <laughs> you take everybody out of service. That's what you need, pop. You know, big ass super center. <laughs> Shit, I got 12 packs of Arizona teas. I've been obsessed with them lately. 12-pack, 12-ounce, 12 $4. Go to my hometown. Motherfucker selling them for 8 I was like, God, dang, bro. This is just tea. Yeah. I like that the tall boy, 99 cents still, but shit, bro. Yeah, I bet they don't sell liquid death at your hometown, do they? No, nah, but I've been noticing they've been selling it around here in Midland. Another shot of liquid death. <laughs> oh. We're going to have to have Jay Benz write the pitch next time I see them online. If we learn anything through this year, especially from you, the persistency it's always key. gets you the job. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to – I will, man. Start right now, Pop, just so it can be on standby when I need it. I was like – I was thinking about it. I was like, man, that's two pitches I pitched out. Nothing. Still no sponsor. I was like, man, I'll pitch you anything. If Jay Vance did one pitch, we'll get it instantly. Shit. See, I send me the stuff after this, and I'll look. I'll check out Brunson. And if that doesn't work, just one of these times when we meet up again, we'll have to do a montage video. Just record it? Hell yeah. I hear you. Then I'll send that out. Be perfect. Yes, sir. Let's check it out. Around the league, around the streets, we got a few little stats. For you Eagle fans out there, y'all have a new Q quarterback, QB. Nick Mullins is now a quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. And then staying on the same division, check this out. So, most fumbles among running backs since 2014. Ooh, Since yeah. 2014. Okay. Note this. Ezekiel Elliott wasn't drafted until 2016. <laughs> and, that, and that boy is leaving the pack with 21 fumbles since yeah. 2014. And taking a two-year break because he wasn't drafted until 2016. Check this out. Number two leading or right under the pack leader. You're going to like this one. Melvin Gordon with 18. Number yeah. three, David Johnson, 17. Also number three, Adrian Peterson, 
17. And then two players, unknown, unnamed, 16. Well, Adrian Peterson's been playing for a minute, so he's excused. I had no idea. I know Zeke this last season had a formula problem, but hey. And uh, Melvin Gordon, I would expect him. I'm surprised he's not number one because from a lot <laughs> of his career, he had to play the Broncos twice of a whole season, so that's a lot of fumbles. So. Ooh, he said that D is too strong. That's right. Oh. Speaking of strong defense, number one. I got I got some news today which made me laugh. Made me fucking chuckle. I was like, damn. Somebody got y'all can't get no comp against y'all's own team, so y'all gotta call us out. We will have a pair of joint training camp practices. With the Carolina Panthers before the preseason game on August 21st. The two practices will take place at Walford College in South Carolina on August 18th and 19th. And then, note this, after the practice, we play y'all on the 21st. So, what the fuck is up, Ravens? Y'all can't challenge y'all's own damn self with the fucking offense and defense, so y'all gotta, oh, we're gonna play them the 21st. You know what? Let's go practice with them, too. What the <laughs> fuck? That scrub ass. Mars been listening to the podcast. <laughs> get this. Oh, you're gonna have to go against the potential number one defense in the NFC. AMC, so I've heard a little bit of slang from... On your side about the Cardinals, I heard a little bit of praise. What's going to be the score in your regular season game? Against who? The Cardinals. Oh, the Ravens. Oh, we play them preseason. Oh, that's it. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We play them preseason the 21st, so they have to come at us on the 18th and 19th to get some joint practices. What kind of shit? Y'all can't get no comp with y'all's own people. Y'all got to get comp with the competition. Three days, two days before we actually play a preseason game, bro. What is up with y'all? First rounders, first rounders, uh, starters kind of take a few snaps here and there. They right? usually play till like halftime. Sometimes probably the second quarter, and then mm-hmm. the backups play third, fourth. So it's just like, damn. I'm pretty anxious to see what's up with Sam Darnold. Is he the real first rounder, or is he just like? Just Word from my boy Robbie Anderson. He said, since coming back, he's been at training camp for about a week. He said, the first thing I noticed was Sam Darnold, compared to when he was on the Jets, this time come around, had a an aura. Like, you can see it. Like, his confidence level was something he's never really seen before when it was on the Jets. So that's what he noticed off the back was this guy's confidence is up. His leadership role went up. He just one-upped himself, bro. Now he's in a good little organization. Second year with Matt Rule. Second year with Joe Brady. New coaches here and there. And, yeah, it's going to be nice. When you change your order, you change your life, man. That's, that's, he said that this place, because he's from Cali, he said that this place in North Carolina, Charlotte, Reminds him of home quite a bit. Good food, good environment, good people. So I'm telling you, he's going to be in a nice mindset with some good weapons. We're going to have a winning record season. I don't think it's going to be top-notch winning. Like, 
I I don't think it's gonna be no thirteen and four, but I can see double digits. I can see the least at least ten wins. Ten and seven doesn't sound that bad. Kind of kind of mediocre, but at the same time, it's pretty good. Well, you're you're own eighteen until you're not. Twelve and five sounds amazing. Eighteen and zero. Huh? What'd Ooh, you say? Do you see that? Who is it? Chiefs. Is it the Chiefs? Yeah, oh, yeah, that is right. What's his name? Tyreek Hill. Yeah. About eighteen now. And uh, Patrick Mahomes both said that. Ooh. Not gonna happen. Not this season, at least. And not this season. Yeah, not this season. I'll, I'll definitely bet that over under if it was worth it. Probably. See, uh, see the rest that happened this this uh, week. No, sir. Only thing I got is just like little random stats. Like that man, how you said about, I thought you said Cardinals at first, but you're talking about the Ravens. Yeah, I was thinking about them. Cardinals, man. Larry Fitzgerald's career, into perspective, he has more receptions than Calvin Johnson and Julian Edelman combined at 1,432. He has more reception touchdowns than Andre Johnson and Wes Welker combined. 121. And he has more reception yards than Marquise Colston and Des Bryant combined. 17,492. And this man is still playing in the league. Crazy. I feel like this is going to be last season. Me too, bro. And if it's not, oh my gosh, this guy, I've been saying it for years, is a Bionicle, bro. Remember that fucking show, Bionicles? Yeah. This guy. He's, yeah, he's good too. That or a Pokemon, bro. He's one of each. One, <laughs> one or, or the other. Crazy guy. I caught a Fitzgerald. He's a Digimon. It's a Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> spin, spin. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. This shit's yeah. crazy. That, uh, but now I didn't see nothing really about this week. What happened this week, Jay Bans? He uh, on the Chiefs, Frank Clark, their their OG Bridges linebacker defensive end, he got arrested, and then oh, yeah, I actually have it right there on the bottom, but I don't have the story about it. That's yeah, funny. I don't know. Oh, he got he got uh, arrested for uh for having an Uzi all fucking public and shit. Yeah, that's right. That's and then he got uh, he got arrested for uh, like suspicion and shit. It's a tough one to come back from. You're telling me, bro? They always said if you're going to ride with a weapon, at least have the clip out. Motherfucker for just real. has to clip and shit. Over <laughs> <laughs> just like, look. Shoot people's tires out. Motherfucker, hurry up. Yeah, <laughs> 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 That's crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Another one. This one's for reckless driving. But the reason why I was thinking about the Cardinals, their first round pick, Zayvon Collins, he got arrested for reckless driving. Going too fast or what? I don't, I don't know. I didn't read into it, but that's the only thing I can think of: reckless driving, going too mind. fast, or having like a loud car and still going fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> In the neighborhood and shit, going mind. seventy in the third. Arizona, he said it's a hundreds like average average miles per hour on the freeway. What? How? I thought Texas was the highest of like eighty. No, not not like not like the speed limit, but like if you were to follow the 
flow of traffic. Like, everyone was getting Fuck. out of You'd send me snaps, too. You wasn't bullshit. And I'm like, bro, you don't have 100 like nothing. And he's like, every day. <laughs> they just, like, have recording around. People are passing in and shit. I'm like, oh. God, damn, scared shit. Yeah, I used to think New Mexicans, when they came down to Texas, were, like, fucking going 65 in the 75, 80. And then I go to New Mexico for the first time, and the speed limit says 65, and people are going 80, 90. I was like, yo, this is scary, son. I'm scared <laughs> out here, dude. I want to go oh, back yeah. home. Oh, at least uh, at home, I know it's 80 minimum type shit. That hundred stuff does freak me out, though, because sometimes you can feel it on your wheel, it's like, Oh, yeah. Don't vibrate me. Like, oh, I just want slight. Especially if you're in a bad mindset and just play it, say, fuck it, I'm going to keep going. And worst case scenario happens and the like, tire pops or some shit. Wow. Fuck, you're fucked. Yeah. And if you're <laughs> not, shit. You've been rolling a little you bit. you got a nice guardian angel on your side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's about it. Besides a few little Bronco news, you got, you got any Panther stuff? The uh, only thing I have is. The team's looking pretty good with everybody there. Nice, nice morale going around. I love fucking Robbie Anderson, man. I'm happy he's back. He's doing good. DJ Moore's confidence looks sky high. Uh, Dan Arnold, our tight end, looks like yeah. he's going to be a little little dark horse tight end for the league. He's going to be he's gonna be forced to be reckoned with. It's going to be a tongue twister, too. Sam Darnold to Dan Arnold. It's going to be, I'm telling you, I like it. Sam Arnold. To we got, the only thing I have, like, bad news about with the Panthers is uh, a lot of bad speculations with our left tackle. Supposedly, the starting row is going to go to Cameron Fletcher. And a lot of people are saying that it's kind of uh, not a good call. It's about it, really. I was like, damn, is this guy that bad? I think he used to play for the Chiefs and the Cowboys. Hmm. 75, Cameron Fletcher. But he got to start and roll, supposedly. No, he, was, he came from the Giants, too, right? He played for a few teams, three or yeah. four. Yeah, well, the Broncos almost picked him up, and then I guess... Y'all got the good one. Y'all got, I think, Cam Irving, or who the fuck got oh. Cam Irving? The the starting right tackle, what's it going to look like? It's going to be Bobby Messi. Oh, yeah? From the Ooh. Chicago Bears. I saw what's it called on your end, what uh, the running back I wanted this year. It looks like he might be potentially starting number one easily or what? I mean, so some people on the that, – that actually, you know, those little, like, podcasts and those reports and stuff, they go to the actual practice fields and they're, like, allowed to be yeah. on the side and stuff. Yeah. Like, supposedly, they're saying – a lot of them I see that it's gonna, he's going to be starting by week six. Damn. That's still mm-hmm. a big step for a rookie, especially being behind like, Melvin Gordon, who's a veteran, been in the league for a minute. They said he plays like a, like a slightly more aggressive a chub. Ooh. What? That boy's already aggressive. He's slightly more? Fuck. He's built like Y'all lucky. Y'all lucky, man. I really wanted that guy. He went to a good team, though, so it's all right. It's being nice to watch him in in orange, but I'm pretty sure he looked better in blue. Yeah, orange orange and blue. (laughs) No, we're talking about Carolina blue. He looked way better in it. Especially being from North Carolina for college. Man. 
Yeah, I didn't see y'all getting rid of Mike Davis and picking up another. Because he's kind of, Mike Davis is kind of like that, right? Or is he more elusive that game? Out of all the games that he played this year, he had like maybe three bad ones. Mm. And that's still good. I think he played majority of them all. Probably like 11 to 14 games. So having like three bad off games. And then now so going to the Falcons, it's going to be... They, I think they've been needing a good running back for a couple of years. But might be wrong. I thought what's-his-name was going to be good. Todd Gurley? Yeah, but I always I heard he's washed up by now. But. Too much injuries, knee injuries and shit. Yeah. I, I kind of I, I, I felt like I was watching some Broncos stuff this week, and I feel like I had like a, what do they call it? I was going to say revolution, but... Uh, you know, like where you see, you almost see something planning out before it happens. Mm-hmm. Revelation, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was, I, I want Drew Locke for him just because it's like, you know, he's, he's going to be future stuff. Uh-huh. But I feel like we drafted the people who we drafted to, for one to complete pick Banjos because it's kind of like his last like real season. Like if he has another losing season, he's going to be probably on the chop block or pretty close to it. So they wanted to draft defense to complete his defensive brilliance of vision. And on top of that, they wanted to find their offense's identity. So they drafted, like, the running back in a, a Metzer, our offensive line. That's his, like, that's his bread and butter, he says. He's like, I love to run the ball. Pound the rock. That's what he's called. Smash mouth football. So what I yeah, call that. Smash mouth football. So I was thinking, like, dude, that's gonna, they're going to bring the Broncos' identity back to what it was back in the day before we had, like, just like a heavy run team. Like back but, in the day when y'all had a TD or what? Kind of, yeah, kind of. Well, John, Elway, you know, he always has option to throw. But I, I feel like it's going to be mainly, like, running the ball with quick, short slants, like almost like a, a noodle arm style. And I think Bridgewater's going to win the battle. And I think we're just going to hit him with a bunch of small stuff, and like medium, every once in a while, big one, just because people aren't expecting it. But I feel like we're going to be like short passes, heavy runs, like just solid defense. Like that's, that's how I feel like we're going to try to approach keeping, hmm. the, keeping the offense on the field this season, you know, less turnovers and stuff. Damn. Damn, this shit blew my mind. Okay. Fewest winning seasons in the NFL since 03. How's that? Oh, how do you word that? I mean, it's worded already, but like, does that mean like you've only won this much season since? I don't know. No, I just think like overall, like out of all the teams, you have the least amount of winning seasons. Ooh. Huh. Who would you say 32 is? Honestly, I thought I thought it was the Lions. Nah, they're actually tied with 28. And they're tied with the 49ers. They have both four winning seasons since 03, I'm guessing. Texans? Oh, they're also tied with the Jaguars. So 49ers, Lions, and Jaguars. Four winning seasons since 03. Now you got 31 and 32. The Texans only? Nope. Huh. Chicago Bears? Check this out. Okay. 31, which makes sense because they had like, what, seven? I don't even know how much number one picks is the Browns. Ooh. You know? And then yeah. 32 blew my mind. The Raiders. 
Damn, I could have called that too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a real true stat, but that is on NFL on CBS Twitter page. I saw that and it blew my mind. I was like, damn, for real? Could have swore the fucking 49ers were like on a hot streak for a little bit. They even beat us in the fucking playoffs. And went to the Super Bowl that year, I think. That's the biggest thing. Losers! <laughs> they thought it was red and gold. It's fool's gold. <laughs> uh, here, check it out. Let's brighten the mood with some bonkers stats. <laughs> Justin Simmons is rated number one in the PFF rank heading into 2021. Number one defense. Let's go. For best safety, right? Yes, sir. Um, and you know how you're talking about good morale around the training camp and all that? Mm-hmm. So to top it off, we got Shaquille Griffin. He came and practiced with us. We did a little tryout. Oh, did you? He's a pretty good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a good inside linebacker. And top it all off, we had a Broncos had like a field day where they just messed around and played like basketball, like just just did a bunch of different other like little activities. Drew Locke is a baller, by the way. But they won four, winning the humanitarian team of the year. The Broncos, best place to play football. Oh, that's pretty interesting. I'm gonna ask you a question on here, and by the looks of it, with couple of tweets that I've been going through. It's quite a bit saying us, but which sports team has the best social account? Oh. I barely started. Best social account. Social media. I mean, like the most followers or the highest rated out of what they post? It's just like the coolest shit you probably see around social media. Uh Uh-huh. Probably make you laugh and you'd be like, oh shit. Is it the Denver Broncos? <laughs> a lot of people are saying the Panthers. And if you're not saying the Panthers, they're saying the Chargers. But there's a fuck ton of people saying the Panthers, like a lot, bro. Like I'm scrolling right now still. And I mm-hmm. keep seeing Keep Pounding, Christian McCaffrey, Brian Burns, Sir Purr. Right now I'm seeing Steph Curry. Hit the keep pounding drum. There's a lot, bro. There's a lot of keep pounding on here. Yeah, they're pretty. It's pretty like millennial style. Uh, yeah, especially after the little, uh, what's it called, schedule release. Had like nine minutes yeah. worth of fucking <laughs> content. It's like God, damn. Yeah, and it made me laugh pretty good. I actually do like the Chargers Instagram page. Is it pretty cool? I've never seen it. They've been posting some pretty funny stuff. I like their coach. I didn't know I would, but I like their coach. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I like it. I guess he's a... Let's see. But, yeah, I saw that question. And it made me laugh because I used to not like the Panthers, a social media account. I'd be like, man, who's running this shit? Let me run in for two days. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, yeah, it's pretty fun. 
But yeah, oh, yeah. that's so about everything I got, Paul. Nice hey. little thirty-minute pod. <laughs> yes, sir. You got you got anything on the UFC? What is it? Fight Night Vegas twenty-nine. I believe it was. I'm just here for I won't get fined. <laughs> uh, the only thing I got is uh, Mr. Forty-year-old, Mr. Forty-year-old Matt Brown, still going strong. Ties Vitor Belfort and Derek Lewis for most knockouts in UFC history with twelve. So they all got twelve. They say that Vitor Belfort doesn't really count because uh. He got popped with like roids and shit. Oh. PEDs or whatever. Performance enhancing drugs. But that record's going to get broken. Derek Lewis next fight against Francis Ngannou. He's going to knock the fuck out of that boy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not saying. uh, I ain't saying Francis is. I'm saying Derek Lewis. Francis Ngannou's first title defense is getting knocked out by Derek. H Town, hold it down, Lewis, the mm. Black Beast. It's gonna be dope. Stay tuned. It's gonna be a couple months from from now, and then you're gonna end up seeing John Jones probably fight after that, and then his title reign will start, and it will <laughs> never end until he retires. I was I'd like to go to his first fight. God, dang. Shit, let's go. Fuck. Oh, Where's he at? I don't know. Albuquerque? What's up? Watch it be in Albuquerque, his hometown. God, I'd go. I'd drive there easily. I'd take the risk of uh, almost getting a wreck with all the new Mexicans driving 95 <laughs> and a 65 easily. Probably Uber shit. Fuck, I, I ain't trying to fucking. Hell no, nah, let me Uber fucking shit. I'm from New Mexico, dog. No? I know how to drive. <laughs> there it is. He's going to drive for us. Uh, other than yeah. that, who fought? Oh, my boy Dan Ige. He, he lost. He got pissed I wouldn't doubt it, too. I mean, I thought Dan Ige was going to do it, but the Korean zombie just came off a loss against Brian Ortega, where he got pieced up bad. Brian Ortega was a new guy. And the thing that's going to be crazy about the upcoming fight with Brian Ortega, if y'all watch Tough, the ultimate fighter, uh, he's one of the coaches against Alexander Volkanovsky. Um, This is going to be his first fight, both of theirs, back with fans. And then Brian Ortega pieced up the zombie with no fans, so he was able to hear his corner and... Like, calm down, blah, 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 do this, do that. He was able to hear it perfectly. He's a guy that ends up, like, losing control over hype, you know what I mean? He starts hearing the hype come in, so he's going to start brawling. And that's his old ways. His new ways are trying to teach himself not to do that type of shit. So it's going to be interesting, man, with fans. It's going to be like a 50-50 fight, but I'm still going with my boy T-City. Yeah, that's it, man. It was like a Korean takeover the Korean zombie one. Is there, it, it wasn't getting pieced up. There's a decision from what I watched. Yeah, but it ended up going off five rounds. He did the, really good. He did really, that, really good. On the other hand, the other Korean guy, he knocked, he knocked out uh, Julian Aroka. Mm-hmm. Chu, Chu Su Hu is 10-3. He's a North Korean guy. But he knocked, 
you know, if they kill that dude in a uh, one minute and thirty seven seconds or more, mm. one minute and thirty seven seconds play. Yeah. That was good. That was a good little fight card. I watched it. I was like, man, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Who else fought? I felt like there's some dude that I wanted to lose, but uh, he ended up mom, winning. When we actually started watching it, the, the heavyweight, I guess the good bit of commanding event, a dude I was tripping on is 59, 16, and 1. Oh. 13, 2 now. Yeah, fucking, uh, the. The boa constrictor or something like that. Forgot yeah. his nickname. If it wasn't then, maybe it's the Baron Grant fight. Hmm. Let me see. Truman and Silver. It was. Oh yeah, it was Marlon Vera versus Davy Grant. I thought Marlon Vera was gonna get pieced up again. That boy came out, pieced the other dude up. Both bloody. It was a nice fight. I like watching those lighter weight divisions, man. They just be going. They're so it. quick, bro. They're so quick. That's crazy. Chaos Williams won. But next fight night, it's gonna be, gonna be all right. Gonna be pretty. Not that much snoozers, but a lot of interesting fights. That's about it. But here around the corner, UFC 264, Conor McGregor, the underdog. Against Dustin Poirier. Supposedly it's the first time Connor being an underdog since he's been in the UFC type shit or in his couple of fights. Oh, his big fights. The potential next guy up for the belt, Gilbert Burns versus Steven Thompson. Wonder boy. My boy, Ty Shubier Tuavasa versus the former Carolina Panther and former Dallas Cowboy. Defensive end, Greg Hardy. This is going to be pretty nice. That's pretty cool. He's so fucking big, bro. That boy. Dude, he can only like max out at 265 for heavyweights. Tell me why this guy was the first guy to ever come in overweight. (laughs) (laughs) So they gave him like a whole nother hour. And then he ended up being 265 on the dot. Pretty wild, right? Kind of mind blowing. It's like, damn, bro. The fuck you eating? Shit. But yeah, it's around the corner, July tenth. I'll be, I'll be trying to watch that. Maybe go to Shell Shack. And my boy fights on that fucking main card too. Sean O'Malley versus Louis Smolka. It's gonna be good. Good fights all around. But other than that. That wraps it up on my end. Same on mine. Hey. And with that said, we'll be back again this upcoming week. (laughs) I ended up going to my hometown for Father's Day weekend. and They have the worst service and internet that you can possibly imagine. Can't even be on your phone comfortably. And can't even be on the internet comfortably. So it was just a no-go. Now back in Midland, Texas, so it's just go-go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. And with that said, I guess that's the Dean saying thanks for listening for the weekly sports forecast, the Man with Bands podcast.
coming at you live every week. Jay Bands, any last comments? No, we will check y'all out next week on podcast number 16. Hey, still going strong. Almost in the 20s. Stay tuned. We'll be there soon with the sponsor. Hey, hopefully after that J-Bands pitch. And we'll see y'all next time. We out. Peace.